parent is a person that sees you beyond where you see yourself. In the natural, the parent nurtures, the parent will groom you up, but the parent brings discipline too, not control. And so in the spiritual, the parent will do the same thing. This is Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson. My guest today is Dr. Shirley Brown. She's the author of Spiritual Parenting, Who's Entering and Exiting Your Life, which should prove to be an interesting topic today. And she is also a board-certified pastoral counselor and Christian life coach. And she's also a senior pastor of Destiny International Ministries Apostolic Training Center, and that's in Raleigh, North Carolina. So we welcome you today, Dr. Shirley Brown. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be with you. Well, we're glad you could join us because this is such an interesting topic, spiritual parenting. What do you mean by the term spiritual parents for those who are not familiar with it? Um, So often um, we have been in society and we don't have people to kind of lead us along. Uh, The Bible speaks about having a fatherless generation. So spiritual parenting is this person that guides you with your spiritual journey um, as a natural parent. You know, so as it is in the natural first, then it begins also, then it goes to the spiritual. Mm -hmm. So that's what a spiritual parent is, someone that will guide you. Okay. It sounds like someone very useful to have in your life. And you, you say in the subtitle, who's entering and exiting your life. Now, that's very interesting. Why would you write the subtitle exactly like that? The reason why is because we will let people walk in and out of our life and never have completion. And I think that we have to get to the point to understand that we can't just so easily pull somebody in our life and then let them go so easily. So often with spiritual parenting, um, we'll let this person in because of what we may see in a natural eye that is glamour glitz. But when we don't get our affirmation or we are not, uh, or we have to be corrected, we're ready to exit them out of our life. So we need to be very careful who we allow to speak into our life. If they're a parent, if they're a mentor, if they're a coach, and we need to go through the process. So it's a very careful process that we have to be attentive to so that we complete what we're called to do. Well, would you share with us what that process looks like? Um, The process in the book, I speak on three different levels. One is the parent, one is the mentor, one is the coach. So we have to understand what we need in our lives. Sometimes we need a spiritual parent. Sometimes we may just need a coach. So when we're having people come into our life to help us, we have to go through the assisting part and the development part. So so often we may say, well, I'm called in, in ministry. You may say you're called to be a pastor. Well, you've got to have that mentoring part to go through that. A parent is a person that sees you beyond where you see yourself. In the natural, the parent nurtures, 
The parent will groom you up, but the parent brings discipline too, not control. Discipline, not control. And so in the spiritual, the parent will do the same thing. They will come alongside of you. They, and, and really, if you go through the proper process of it, um, actually the child, the person that is being parenting should excel the parent. And there should be no jealousy. There should be no intimidation in this. This is moving someone. It's just like the Elijah, Elijah, uh, Elisha, Elijah process. And it should continue on like that. So it's a lot of walking close together. It's a lot of understanding. It's a lot of patience. Um, and sometimes there may be a little anger in there because you may not like what the person has to say. But that's okay, too. <laughs> yes, we all need a little correction sometimes. Yeah, we do. We all do. <laughs> so sometimes do you find that churches don't necessarily encourage this? And and how can that person who wants a spiritual parent to find that person? Um, a spiritual parent is usually God-appointed, and it's normally not self-appointed. Normally, self-appointment is the part that brings a lot of problems because you are wanting that person. It's, it's just something that happens. A lot of churches promote guidance or, or, or they may even call it spiritual covering, but the parenting part, I think sometimes it gets misused. And in churches, people want to control the people, tell them what they can do and what they can't do. That's not what it's that's not what it's about. It's about letting the Holy Spirit speak through the individual to bring life to the person that's going in the next position. And it's not necessarily taking their position. So I think in churches sometimes it's a lot of jealousy, but this is what we're called to do. Originally, we are to equip one another. When God gave us our gifts, um, and those gifts were to equip and empower one another. How can we really reach the kingdom here on earth? How can we really reach one another if we're not entire, empowered? And so we go through that with a person speaking into our life. And then it gets to the root cause of why things aren't the way they are. Why are your finances? This person that comes into your life can help with your finances, business ventures, everything, if we will allow it. And that is a key point, isn't it? If we will allow it. So for the individual, I think there's a lot of prayer in place. And I think the individual has to say, Lord, I need someone in my life. Can you send that person? And then let me be able to know this is the right person. And from the perspective of the spiritual parent, if they're appointed by God, it's truly a high calling, isn't it? It is truly a high. And they have to be secure in who they are. And they have to know when they have to let go also. They cannot grab these people that God sends them and just hold on to them. They have to let go. They have to push those. Their assignment is to push those people into their destiny. Well, what does it really mean to to birth a son or daughter into the faith? And, and what's the responsibility of the parent once the spiritual child is birthed? 
Um, the birthing part, um, what does it really look like? It looks like you are feeding, you are, uh, first you're recognizing. That's the very first thing. You have to recognize that that person has something unique within them. And then it's never about the parent. It's always about their assignment with who they're assigned with. So they have to understand. And let me back up a little bit. The parents themselves have to be completely healed. So they need to go through their deliverance before they start parenting. For me, my experience in this, um, I had to deal with rejection. I had to deal with the orphan spirit. I couldn't be doing things because I felt like I needed to be validated. I had to know I was validated by God. So my cleansing process and then to understand I'm called to other people. So in that birthing process, what it looks like first is recognizing this individual and what they have in them. Then the whole process begins. You, you, the spiritual parent does not become the friend. <laughs> a lot of times, mm-hmm. that's my best friend. No, it's not your best friend. That is the parent that has been placed in your life to help you move through these next level. There are mentors, there are coaches, and there are parents. And the parent has to be careful not to become so comfortable that they want to help everyone, taking on situations that they're not even called to. Um because they don't want to, because what will happen, then they'll start attracting opportunists. But then this whole process begins a development period. You see the person go from one level, just like, just like a natural parent. You see them begin to crawl. You see them begin to walk. And then you got to know it's time for me to let go. Will you always be a spiritual parent? You will always be that spiritual voice that was in that person's life, but they will have other mentors or they will have other people that will come into their life for different levels. A spiritual parent can't do everything. So that's a mistake too that can be made. A spiritual parent may not be good in finances. They may not, but they will point you in the direction and will allow you to have everything you need. I was going to say, when you brought up the finances and the business, that really takes a special kind of skill, I guess you would say, uh, that maybe that spiritual parent might not have. Right. And and the spiritual parent has to recognize, I may not have everything, but I have the wisdom that I need to deposit. Uh, I have the encouragement that needs to deposit. I need to be able to guide them and discipline them and say, that's not how you handle situations. They have to learn to teach them how to trust God to provide for the things that they don't have. It's a a life process. And you yourself are a spiritual mother, and in your book, some of the spiritual sons and daughters that you've had uh, reflect on their experience with you. Um, did you yourself have spiritual parents? Yes, I have always had spiritual parents. So you had a good example in the people who came before you? Um, in, in some, and some were not the way I think that God intended them for them to be. I, I had levels of people in my life. Um, you know, some of them died, 
And then I I moved from one place to the other. I always would recognize the individual as the one that led me to Christ. Um, I have a spirit. I have spiritual parents now. I have a father in the gospel, and I have a mother in the gospel. And so they're two different people, though. Totally, you know, it's not like a husband and wife. And it can be that way. It can be that way. That spiritual parent births you over into your destiny. Okay, very good. So how can the spiritual parent just really be, bring a blessing into the life of their spiritual son or daughter? They can really bring a blessing into their life by taking time with them, not putting them on demand. That's a, that's an area that has um, really been in church. They think that the individual needs to do everything for them. No. Taking time with them, taking time to sit and talk with them, hear their heart, speak back into their life, let them know that there's a yes sometimes, there's a no sometimes, um, giving them what as much as they can give them on a spiritual note, letting them know that they need to develop their relationship with God so that they can understand their next step. Now, you also discuss legacy in this book, and sometimes believers really wonder if they're having a, a strong impact on anyone's life, and if, if, in fact, they'll be remembered after they're gone from this earth. Right. But how can we leave a legacy through spiritual parenting? We can leave a legacy by simply what you teach, you need to see the fruit. The fruit does not hit the ground and lay there. You will see the fruit go throughout. Mm-hmm. And that's just, it's, it's a simple thing. You can look at that person and say, that person has that quality in them from that individual. Look at the fruit that that person is producing. It's fruit bearing. It's reproducing. It's multiplying in the earth. There's spiritual growth in the person, and then because you are parenting other uh, sons and daughters, there's church growth. Absolutely. There is, it, it comes on all levels. There is, you know, when we say spiritual, I think sometimes we just leave it there. But we also have to understand we can tap into business. We can tap into education. Um, there's some spiritual leaders that have been educators. Well, you may be mentoring or you may be the parent to someone that wants to go into the school system. It's so many different levels within understanding how to reach out to all people. Because as believers, we are salt and light in society. Yes, yes. yes we are. Yes, we are. They People in the world, in this world, they can't see clearly until we come. So when we come, we know how to handle situations. We should know how to handle. And I think we're all mm -hmm. learning as we go about this is a part of life. So we just want to yes. manifest in the earth the way we should. But it should be taught, and it should be taught to us in a very um, respectful way of how God loves us so much that he even allows us to be able to do this. Absolutely, as we follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, right? Absolutely. So how can our listeners learn more about you and your book and your ministry? Um, 
you can learn more about me. My book is on Amazon. It's on um, Lulu. It's on Barnes and Noble. It's out there everywhere. Our website, uh, you can get the information from my website, uh, which is www.destinyintministries.org. I'm on all of social media. I'm just Shirley R. Brown, mostly on the social media. Um, our ministry, we do healing and deliverance because I all I so believe that inner healing is the key for you to be able to move in the things in which God has called you to. You are easy to find, I think. I think I think so. <laughs> okay, Shirley so. so. R. Brown, and That's the book it. is Spiritual Parenting. Who's entering and exiting your life? That's and correct. the website once again is destinyintministries.org. That's uh, correct. Dr. Brown, would you like to close us with a word of prayer, especially for those who um, may wonder what their role is in spiritual parenting? Sure, I would love to. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. And Father, we just want to release over the airways that your promises be released to all the people that are seeking out that spiritual parent. We speak peace into those that are parenting. We pray that you show them a better way. We pray that you will give them the strength and the balance that they will complete the assignment that is before them. We pray for healing. We pray for deliverance, God. We pray that the sons are properly placed, God. We pray that manifestation will come with maturity. And, Father, we go in and we want to cancel every generational curse that said that they could not make it. God, they can make it. We said that a curse is enough of curses on the land. And now we're about to build ourselves up in the Holy Ghost. And we decree that everything will shift in the earth. And we will begin to do the things that you have called us to do. We are thankful. And we know that you're hearing our prayers. And we ask that you release mentors, coaches. We ask that you release these spiritual parents to do what you've called them to do and that the sons are ready to excel beyond measure. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Dr. Brown, for being with us today on Charisma Connection. Thank you. I'm Chris Johnson. Thanks for joining us for this visit with Dr. Shirley Brown and on her book, Spiritual Parenting on Charisma Connection. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.